Hey, this is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads Words of Radiance. Um, Shalon chapter, so let's do this. Hmm. Okay. Talking a little bit about light weavers. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Anyway, let's do Shalon. Huh. Silver Kingdoms epic. Which is in... That's the map in the front of Wave Kings. I kind of wish it was in the front of this book so I could turn to it. I don't have my copy of Wave Kings with me. I mean, I suppose I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Interesting. Does it move? I don't know. Or maybe... There are different... Huh. I wonder. Is it... Urithuru a city in, like, Shadesmar? And all these maps are depicting different portals to get there, possibly? Huh. Huh. We'll have to see. Huh. Pattern. You can decipher lost texts? Dang. Though I'm again wondering how we are pulling the meanings of morphemes out of um, text. That seems difficult. And like there might not be a logical leap there. Like it's one thing when we talk about like translating the Alethi text, we're translating a transliteration of English that's written in Alethi. We're not actually looking at, like, the Alethi language itself. So, huh. I don't know. I'm always interested in, like, how magical translations work. Because I'm interested in how language works. Like, so, if there's um ever like technology in a sci-fi show that allows people to speak other languages or stuff i i want to know how it works like does it never mind i'm getting off topic and i shouldn't so um like i don't know is pattern tapping into the intentions that were made when these words were written? i mean he says it's a pattern but language isn't just a code that you can crack. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. The H sound can be for any letter. Interesting. You write it as the symmetrical letter to make the word balance, but add diacritical mark to indicate that it sounds like an H, so the word is easier to say. That is the most fascinating thing I've ever read. Like, whoa, that, ah, that's cool. That's so cool. Mm. (laughs) And patterns being upset that they are pretending that something is symmetrical when it isn't. So, so what symbol is being used for an H in the, um, uh, transliterations? I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. I'm start sort of thinking about things. I should look that up. Um, 
I do remember that there was, there's one of the Silver Kingdoms that, they're all supposed to have symmetrical names, and one of them had, it was an H instead of, I think it was Valhav, which later became Yakoved, I think. Anyway, sorry, I'm just thinking about things. It's really cool. It's really cool. That's such a fascinating concept of languages modifying themselves to fit an ideal. And it happens in real world languages too. Like you have French has, sorry, I'm probably going to use French for most of my examples because that's the language that I speak has like, um, what do you call it? Crap. An elision, I think is what you call it, which is basically French doesn't like two vowel sounds close together. And so well, if you've read French words and like heard them pronounced, you might realize that there's a lot of consonants on that tend to be on the end of French words that don't get said. But if like the next word is a vowel sound, then they will end up pronouncing the consonant so that it will and it it tends to hook to the beginning of the next word just to separate the vowel sounds. So like the pronunciation of the words changes based on how they're fitting, and it's just because vowel sounds together in French sound weird. And I mean, we kind of do that a little bit in English. We've picked it up a tad, because we do have an instead of a when we have a word that comes before a vowel sound. So, ah, sorry, it's, it's, it's interesting when languages modify themselves like that. Oh, it's cool. Sorry, the linguist in me is so fascinated. Anyway, okay, back to the story. Okay, wait, oh, hold up. So he's talking a little bit about how he did it. He postulated a few words. The name he could translate because of the sounds of the cities above. And the scripts are derived from one another, obviously. You are abstract. You think in lies to tell yourselves. But it is not good for patterns. So... Okay, so what Pattern is doing here is, like, language uh, reconstruction, which is an actual science. It's how we figured out things like Proto-Indo-European, which, even though we don't have records of any Proto-Indo-European, like, texts or anything, because I'm pretty sure PIE was before languages started being written down, um we can look at modern day languages and trace their roots back all the way and sort of extrapolate um, what this language sounded like, which is cool because we know how sounds tend to change over time. And it's, sorry, the whole science of reconstructing dead languages that we don't have records of based on the daughter languages that have branched off from them are really cool. Sorry. I've only had, like, basic linguistics, guys, so I'm probably saying, like, lots of dumb things here, and actual linguists out there who are listening to these, like, are, would be shaking their heads at my silliness, but I, I remember the stuff because it absolutely fascinated me. And I'm kind of giving you a huge spiel on linguistics as pattern talks. But it's cool and not wrong 
Oh, there are so... That's one of the things that will throw me out of a story really quickly is if there's bad linguistics. And, yeah. This is this is not bad linguistics. This is, like, good linguistics. Which, hey, I think Peter said that he's trained as a linguist, so maybe you helped Brandon with this, and if so, that's awesome. And I'm really thankful, because, yeah. Okay. Dang, I want a spren that can pick locks and translate dead languages for me. Thanks. Give me one. I want a pattern. Hallowed. That's... This is Eth's book, isn't it? Urithiru was the connection to all nations, and at times our only path to the outside world, with its stones unhallowed. Huh. So Urithiru has stones which are not hallowed. That is not at all how I thought that phrase meant. I really thought, because we were talking about it in conjunction with Zeth, obviously, I was thinking, like, he was losing, like, regular stones around him were losing their hallowed status for him. They were becoming stones unhallowed. But no, it's talking about Eurythiru. Interesting. Okay, I'm really fascinated. Yeah. Shard blades are no wonder. Oath gates. <laughs> She's meeting Adolin by noon. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> I am going to allow myself to grow very, very accustomed to this. Yeah. That warm water's nice, Shalon. You enjoy that. <laughs> and he's talking about biology stuff. <laughs> Please tell me you didn't. But I just told you that I did. Oh my goodness, Pattern, you're adorable. <laughs> he wants to know about people, so he wants her to draw naked people. That's amazing. Oh, and she'd sketched maids nude, but never any men, of course. Time to go woo her betrothed. Alright. I'm reading a novel about a girl who is reading novels about how to flirt. Batting the, of the eyelashes, blushes at the appropriate times. Well, she got that last one down in good measure. Except maybe the appropriate part. <laughs> Wordplay. How are you finding your accommodations? I assume that means they're accommodating? Nice. Bored. Yes. Vatha is not pleased with the easy life, it seems. Vathaese. <laughs> grunts. I like it. I'm not going to acknowledge that joke because it would spoil my reputation as a complete other dunnard. <laughs> I like that, the word there, dunnard, instead of dullard, because spheres go done. They don't go dull. Huh. I mean, I suppose it's possibly an actual word, but I've never heard it used that way. We are going to find out just what we can do. Huh. It's time to see what I can do to test the limits and break through. There's lots of Disney singing in these live vlogs. Hey, it's Let It Go. Come on. It's like awesome. 
and she completely said the line there, so I had to sing it. We're going to find out just what we can do. Come on. That's, like, perfect. Yeah, I sing in the live vlogs. Shut up. It shouldn't matter, but it matters to you. I do not know why. This makes... This kind of... It reminds me a slight bit of, like, Wilder's... Wilder Aes Sedai from Wheel of Time, who would often have, like, a tick that they could only channel under certain circumstances. Like, it's been a while since I read Wheel of Time. But, um, like, Nynaeve couldn't channel for a, the longest time unless she was angry. And so, um, like, Shalon can't channel or light weave unless she draws it first, even though that's not actually a part of the magic process. It's like a mental block that she's created for herself. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> How am I supposed to know this? You are the expert on feeding. Pattern. You were cute. But we first, she stopped listening until he was done. Huh. How long have they been together? Oh, she's scouting Amaram's compound. Your case in the joint, girl? Alright. Alright. Dude. So she can... Nice. The drawing was a focus. Cool. Huh. Statue of Light. Ooh, so she can pull the stormlight back from her images before they dissipate. The way that Kaladin can pull his back. Okay, that makes sense. Hmm. Her efforts with High Lady Navani had not been fruitful so far. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't think you should use illusions on yourself to try to win him over. No, nope, don't do it. Yeah, that's good. Yes, see what you can do without one, okay? Don't, don't lie to people. <laughs> She'd have to rely instead upon her feminine wiles. She wished she knew if she had any. You know what I want to hear one day? That's the end of the chapter, by the way, in case you didn't remember. That's the last sentence. I want to hear the phrase masculine wiles used at some point, because I feel like that word doesn't get used except with women. And I'm wondering if it could. Like, the word itself is not gendered at all, unlike the word, like, emasculate. I have issues with the word emasculate, but I'm not going to go into those now. I just want to see, like, masculine wiles. That's... Why not? Let's do that. Anyway, uh, that is the end of the chapter. Oh, hey, that chapter ends on page 555. That amuses me. And so, I'm going to call it there. This is Feather, signing off. <laughs>